Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Middle of the week on the Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting live from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. And Laurel, thank you for joining us. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens, happy to have you along. Jay Stanley, Southern Miss football senior, will join us later in the show as well. We'll talk at some point this hour with Juan Cardona. Assistant head coach for men's basketball, but a beautiful day in the Pine Belt, and hopefully wherever you are as well. First segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you as always by Dickie's Barbecue, located in a community near you, the hometown team, just outside Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Great smoked meats, rib, ribs, brisket, sausage, pulled pork. It's all there at Dickie's, and of course they can cater your upcoming event. Dickie's cooked here. Loved everywhere. All right, um, I think we're going to uh, to start off today in just a few moments with uh, with Jay Stanley. It's it's a day also as we're getting Jay on the phone. Uh, Ten years ago today, Southern Miss lost a legend. Uh, head coach M K Turk um, passed away ten day uh, ten years ago to this day. The winningest coach in school history, nineteen eighty seven NIT champion, and took Southern Miss to two NCAA tournament appearances. And uh, we'll talk more about Coach Turk throughout the show. Hard to believe that it was ten years uh, ago, Luke. We lost MK Turk, but we have we have found Jay Stanley, who is uh, a Southern Miss. I guess we can say former now Southern Miss uh, standout who has announced that he is making his way toward uh, a potential career in the National Football League. Of course, he was the man that was anchoring the secondary for uh, Southern Miss a lot of the season, had a little uh, injury there in, in the middle, but uh, has uh, you know completed the season. And, and Jay, as we welcome you to the program, man, thanks for your time. And take us through the process of, of what happens now and declaring for the NFL draft and how somebody comes to that conclusion. Uh, I came to that conclusion. Uh, I felt like uh, I was ready for the next level. Uh, in the past two seasons, I proved. I felt like I proved uh, that I'm ready to step up to the next level. And uh, how I go forward from this, um, just signing with an agent, uh, seeing who I want to sign with, and uh, probably uh, soon to begin next year, early January. Uh, just just start training, just getting ready for their pro day, um, seeing what games and bowl games, I mean not bowl games, see what uh, all-star games and stuff I make, 
and try to make a decision and play in one of those or not. But, you know, a lot of these agents, they certainly want to put their best foot forward because they get paid when you get paid. So how do you determine when you're weeding through the agent process what you're looking for? How do you make a decision there? Uh, I just, like, try to have my mom with me. Uh, just try to um, – because she has a good feel for people. Um, so I just try to keep up with me every decision, every person I meet. I just try to try to – try to get them to meet her and see what she feels uh, so I can go out there. Mom, moms do kind of have that uh, that extra sense, don't they, as to what? Yes, sir. <laughs> they're good good readers of, of people as well. But you had you talked about, you know, getting feedback that you felt you were ready for the next level. What was the feedback when you talked to other people who, you know, because sometimes we don't see things about ourselves. We see ourselves differently than perhaps outsiders do. What was the feedback when you were getting some advice? Is, you know, do you think I'm ready? Do you think I'm, I can make that next jump? What were they telling you? Uh, it was kind of a uh, little bit of both. You know, you're going to have some people, some people going to lie to you. Uh, some people going to tell you the truth. So I love when people tell me the truth. Uh, some people, you know, they tell me what I need to work on, uh, but they, they still tell me they feel like I can play at that level. Uh, Cause you know I, they 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 know how hard I work and uh, how much work I put in, so so they just tell me the truth. As you get ready now for you know potentially the combine or whatever might come forward, are there certain speeds that you want to reach? Or are there certain goals that you want to hit as you train to get ready for the next level? And and how did you find come about those? Uh, yes, I want all type of goals. I just want to be a complete. Just show a complete athlete. Uh, just show what I can do because I know what I can do. Just just getting that day and just showing what I can do. I just want to, you know, be at my best. Luke Johnson is in the Southern Bancor Studios in Laurel. Jay Stanley on the program with this as well, Luke. Hey, Jay, thanks so much for coming on. Um, originally out of Brandon High School, and you spent your first couple years at Ole Miss. And how important was you, was it for you, man, to uh, to stay inside the state of Mississippi, you know, when playing playing football? And, and we've seen, you know, the roster that you're on right now. So many guys from Mississippi. Was that important to you, staying inside the Magnolia State? Uh, yeah, it was important, uh, making my decision staying. Uh, I just wanted my mom to come, come to most of my games, uh, you know, most of my family, uh, you know, People have people died in my family and stuff, so I just wanted to stay close to home so my family can't come to those games. Uh, great leader on uh, the Southern Miss defense, and and Jay, talk talk about some this year, man. Um, how you know how to maintain leadership, even when you know, so many life lessons you learn as being a leader, and sometimes you learn those the, the the lessons a little better when it's a more tough situation. Down the stretch, you guys pour a completely different team in the second half of the season, and, and talk about you know some of the senior leadership just to, to stick in there and continue to fight. Um, those guys just didn't give up. Like it's just simple to it. Uh, we could have you know we could have gave up in the season. Uh, it got pretty rough for us. Uh, we was at a bad scratch, like you said. We got we got better later on in the season, but we were in a bad scratch earlier. And uh, those guys just didn't quit. We just came to work every day, still like believed in each other. We believe we can win every game. We stepped out there, so we just put out there together and just just keep maintaining. We talked to you at Sunbelt Media Days uh, to start the football season, and of course, then uh, it was well known. You know, great relationship you have with with Coach Hall, and and talk about what it, what he's meant for you these last few years. Uh, he gave me a chance, uh, and I respect him so much for that because uh, he did have to give me the chance coming out the portal. Uh, he gave me a chance to come here and uh, revive my career. I feel like uh, when I came here, I just feel like I revived my career, and I. Uh, 
I, I regained the love of football again. Um, one one more, Kelly. That's no, okay. Go ahead. So, uh, so you know, you, when you when you play for the Southern Miss defense, there's obviously a mystique in there, and and um, th- throughout the year, the the ups and downs, um, just challenging, man. As a former player, I, I, I can speak to that. But but talk about for you, you know, what Hattiesburg's meant to you, what Southern Miss has meant to you. We talked to Frank yesterday, Frank Gore Jr. and and uh, he just talked about you know being a kid from South Florida, how just he became endeared to uh, to Hattiesburg, and I'm sure you being from the middle part of the state. And what, what's Hattiesburg and Southern Miss meant to you? It means a lot. Uh, you know, we had former guys uh, from Greenwood, Mississippi. Uh, that's where I'm from. Had former guys from Greenwood, Mississippi, come down here and play. So I just always just had that pride and just go out there and play with pride because I know uh, a lot of guys like. A lot of guys they tell me uh, that to come back to the game. They uh, they always play with pride. So I just every time I put that black and gold on, I just try to play with, play with pride uh, for guys like Coach Williams, um, all those type of guys. And as you go forward now, Jay, what are some things on an individual basis that you specifically skill set that you want to work on to get markedly better? Um, my speed. I just want to show uh, show guys I can run. Um, just not in game. I can't run like if we have a forty time or something. So I just want to get my forty up, way down. Have there been people that have told you that you can't run? <laughs> um, some people might think think I'm slow. Like if we if we running sprints or something. And how how will the game change now for you? Going oh, forward, I just try to try to be an all around player. Uh, just show I'm an all around player, so I can play here play there, um, do all those things in football that you need. I just want to show, uh, like, I got all those skills. Were you guys surprised, Jay, going at the end of the season? Looking back, there was so much expectation, and perhaps that's the, the fan base. Maybe that's our fault for expecting too much. But were you guys surprised that the season didn't go anywhere close to the way you thought it was going to go? Man, I was very surprised, uh, you know. We played. We played on their first game. I felt like we had something special, and we just didn't take advantage of it. And so, if you could go back and and change anything at all about the season besides the wins, obviously, is there anything you would have changed? Um, I mean, it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that that's absolutely. Jay, one last uh, question, man. We we got a little more a uh, little time here left, and uh, so many Golden Eagle fans uh, listen to uh, to the show and um, you know appreciate what you've done. And what would be your message uh, to to Southern Miss Eagle fans listening to this interview and seeing you wrap up your career? What would you say to them? Uh, I just want to um, tell those guys thank you. Uh, I'll. Um... Uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, I really love the way y'all cheer for us. Uh, even when times got hard, y'all still came to the old game because y'all really didn't have to. And uh, I just want to tell tell them to uh, keep faith. Uh, keep faith in Kohal. Keep faith in what he's building. Um, you know, it's not all on him. The players got to do their job too. So so just keep faith that he's going to uh, do good recruiting and he's just going to bring some dollars in and they're going to turn it, turn it around. That is Jay Stanley. Jay, we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Keep us posted how, how you're doing, and we'll let everybody down the line know as well. Thanks again, buddy. I appreciate that. All right, Jay Stanley, a former Southern Miss Golden Eagle, now working his way toward the NFL. Basketball, back on the front burner. The Eagles play Northwestern State this Saturday. We'll talk with assistant men's coach Juan Cardona when the Eagle Hour continues in a moment.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Thanks to uh, Jay Stanley for joining us in the first segment. We wish him luck on a future uh, NFL career. And uh, what a great player he was for Southern Miss. Shifting gears now toward basketball. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by our friends at Campus Bookmart, the big, bright yellow building right across the street from the main entrance to the campus. Your one-stop Christmas shop, one-stop Christmas shop for you, the Southern Miss fan in your family, whether you want to spend $5 or you don't have a limit. They've got everything there for you from clothes to knickknacks, stocking stuffers, everything there at Campus Bookmart, 24-7 online at campusbookmartwithat.net, campusbookmart.net. Joining us now from the state, of Kansas. No doubt he is going to recruit players right out from underneath Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks. Southern Miss assistant men's basketball coach Juan Cardona as the Eagles get ready for the Demons of Northwestern State out of Natchitoches, Louisiana to come in here Saturday afternoon. Coach, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Good afternoon, Kelly. Appreciate you having me. And it's an honor for me to be back in your show again. Well, you are very kind. Hey, you guys are completely different uh, from when you started the season. Last two games, really good wins. At UAB, Andy Kennedy had only lost eight games in his entire career up there at UAB. You guys looked like you were going to take it on the chin, came back and won it. How are you different, Coach Cardona, the past couple of games as to out of the gate? First of all, let, let me let me, let me me say something. As long as we're here... We're never going to have a losing season, so we're gonna. That, that's that's number one, and number two is is we knew it was going to take a little time, like more than last year, because uh, it's a different structure. So now guys are getting a different role. So it was going to take a little time for us to to gel, and and I, like you said, is is little by little, we we start seeing what what this team could become. And like that's adding to the fact that we don't have Lee, we don't have Corbello or Nesta. So so the guys are doing a great job because the culture allows them to do a great job. So um, um, to answer your question, um, uh, we are getting better. Our practices are getting better. Our flow defensively and offensively is getting better. And 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 it's it's, it's a different team from the one it started. Well, partly because you're, you're so depleted in the guard court. So how have you had to reshuffle the deck to compensate for having those three guys not in the guard no court doubt. lineup? No doubt. We, we, we haven't played as fast as, as we will love, um, but that's, that's, a, that's the job of, uh, of the coaching staff. You know what I mean? We have to adapt uh, uh, to, to, to the situations that, that, that are thrown at us. And and as a staff, we have been as good as we have been bad. You know what I mean? The, the record show uh, a four and four record, but for here on end, you know what I mean? The guys, the more they understand, the more they can help each other. And 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 whenever we were two and four, people were panicking. A, a lot of people were panicking, but but we knew it was going to take time. And, and you are seeing the result of it. Boy, and those are two quality wins for sure. Coach, the players tell us all the time that you are steadfast on 60 points, and you get really upset if they give up more than 60 points. What's magic? What's magic about that number of 60 to you? I think I think it's actually 50. 50? So wow. It's, yeah, so it's, it's – and every, every point that we allow over 50, we got to run. So in the last five games – 
quite a few points, <laughs> over 50. So every time we – I think the number was like 102. We're running for every point that we allow, sprints, right? right. And, and they got to be maxed out so they know. And it's probably, between me and you, Kelly, it's probably not going to be realistic, but that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Just, just, just like in a vision, you probably never get the vision, but you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna reach greatness as you're going through that vision, or, or you're going for that vision, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the same thing we're trying to, uh, we're trying to build the defensive end to be something that when you think about Southern Miss, you better, you better lace them up because you, you're going into a war. Well, before and before I get get Luke uh, turn Luke loose on you here coach but what about how you doing how you doing the the number of 50 though i mean is, is it that no matter how badly you play you think you guys can score more than 50 or is there just something about 50 is, is no, that... I, I just think i just think nobody that um that's unrealistic like i said last, last yeah. year they got the team that that allowed the least uh the least amount of points was houston and they were at, at 55 so I just like to go above that. I mean, just to put it in perspective of, of if, if it was 55 last year, why can't it be 50 this year? And why can't that be us? And like I said, like I said, it's been, it's, 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 it's to a point where I don't make it about me or the system or, 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 or the coaching staff. But, but they have to understand that there's a standard when you come to Southern Miss defensively because that's, what, that's what's going to get it done for us to go over and over again to 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 the postseason tournament, which is what we all want. Go to March Madness and be a team that can year by year after year can go there. Well, suffice it to say, Luke Johnson, I'm glad I don't play basketball. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no. <laughs> that hey, would you be need tough. to run him anyway, coach. You <laughs> yeah. need to get Santa in on that. Hey, um, talk to us about talk to us about Victor Hart. Um, tremendous the other night, huge performance, and you know defensively, he's he's I think he's second on the team with with 14 steals. Tell us about Victor. Oh my God, Victor Hart. Um, like I said, it, it, we can really judge what happened last year or a greater greater uh, or have a great assessment. You know what I mean? But we all knew as a staff who he was, right? And Coach Carson and Coach Nick have done a great job with him in skill development. And Coach Ladner have put him in, in great positions to, for him to, to be successful. Great, Victor Hart has great instincts, right? All, all he has to do is be consistent of, uh, about who he can be every day. But, but the, 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 the time that I played against Victor Hart when he was in Miami Dade, he, he liked me up for 35 points. So I knew what I saw. You know, hey, but we won the game now. We always have that battle. We won that game, but he, he cooked it for, for, for 35. But, but he, have, he had the whole package, in and out, great size to him. And then I'm just happy that, that everything is coming uh, uh, and working out his way. But he's putting a lot of work in the gym as well. Another guy I want to ask you about, Mo Arnold. Uh, when when Nefta got hurt, Mo just get you know he gets shoved back in there, and he's just been a guy in his third year at Southern Miss basketball. Same thing, just kind of doing whatever he's asked, and and he's played really good defensively this year with fourteen oh, steals. Oh my god, also. he's the he's the engine. Without Mo, I don't know if our defense. I mean, is that that we're great right now? But 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 right now we're stable. You know what I mean? And and he's the one that stabilizes. Everything he's a he's a guard that doesn't get beat off the bounce, right? He wins 
he beats you to the first dribble every time. And and because he's out there, we don't get score many layups from the from the guard position because he always gonna defend the best perimeter from the other team. And and I just love the growth uh, uh, about his game. And 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 he just starting right the other day. He just he went to UAB, scoring double figures, and that's a battle with him. And he needs to. I, I know you're gonna facilitate. I know you're going to guard, but hey, what about you? Don't forget yeah. about you because you, you, you can bring a lot, a lot of offense to our team as well. So very happy for him as well. Coach Ladner told us preseason, you know, this team was going to look different, and you and you said that as well. What's been the challenge and, and maybe the reward defensively for, for kind of having a – I think you guys feel like you have a more athletic team this year, but but in some sense a little smaller team. What's the trade off for that for defensively? No, I agree. Let's think about this year. Never even come came close to having an A block game. That, that, that the last two games we had, I think we was three or four. But then the game before we had eight blocks against Milwaukee. So so and and because we have that rim protection, the, our guards once they get it right. I'm not saying we have it right yet, right? But once once we get it right, we're gonna be we're gonna be very tough to beat. Because at the end of the day, we're going to make you shoot 50-50 shots, which means that, that we're not going to foul a lot, and you're going to have to finish our, our oversize and, and over our speed. So very, very happy. I know we probably don't have the outside scoring from the fours and the fives that we had last year, but they're coming along, they're coming along and, and they have to create, and we have to create, this team has to create their own identity. Last year, they did for a lot of people – uh, they created a lot of happiness, so we just got to give this group a chance to to give us to, uh, the same happiness uh, or even more because we don't know how it's how it's going to end. That's the crazy part. Coach Juan Cardona is with us on the Eagle Hour. Men's assistant basketball coach. The demons of Northwestern State invade Reed Green Coliseum on Saturday. Coach, before we go to the first commercial break, and I know you're going to hang around with us, but tell us uh, what challenges the demons might present uh, Saturday. Yeah, they're gonna go small. They're gonna go small, right? Uh, four guards, maybe five guards. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bet on offense, right? They're gonna create gaps. They're gonna try to play fast tempo. Um, their head coach does a great job, uh, Coach Cabrera, and um, and um, they're gonna throw different defenses at us. But like I said, it's all about flow. It's all about energies. And the Golden Eagles are rolling right now. We'll continue our discussion with Coach Juan Cardona and about why there's a lot of foreign flavors on a lot of college basketball rosters this year. That and more when the Eagle Hour continues in a moment. Southern Miss to the top. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill right over the Highway 49 Bridge on 4th Street where they're going to have trivia tonight. Big trivia contest. Everybody there at 4th Street's a Southern Miss fan. Your pregame and postgame stop for Southern Miss fans regardless of the sport. In the shadow of the rock, 4th Street, 
Bar and Grill. Continuing our discussion with assistant, assistant men's basketball coach Juan Cardona. Coach, going into the break, we talked about how uh, Cliff Ellis, among other coaches in the Sun Belt this year at, at Media Day, we're talking about a lot of Sun Belt teams um, having more injections of foreign flavor on their rosters. But he mentioned to me that, that there's a reason and that he, he thought that the reason was is because a lot of the foreign players are not eligible to even receive NIL money. All right, so, yeah. so that's, no, that's true, yes? Yeah. No doubt. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, let's put it like this. It's, 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 it's harder to make it happen because you have to fly it out there. You have to fly the kid out there, get, get, him, get, him, with, get him with businesses in, his, in, in their countries. And, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a whole process, right? And to add to that, um, whenever, whenever, see, the, 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 the bigger schools are fighting for a kid and you don't have as many resources, right? Say you're a mid-major to a low-major, you don't want to be fighting for the same guy, right? You just want to go and, and, and find a different avenue to get the, the same type of players and, and they've already been playing because what happened in Europe they, they play professional at 14, 15, 16. So by the time they come here and they get to you, they're, they're already, they, they already been playing basketball for, for many, many years with, with, uh, against men. So that evens the playing field. Um, but to answer your question, it, it's harder uh, to, get, to get NIL to foreign players. Yeah, but the- that's the way. But it's, it's hard. Theoretically, you all do want to be going after the same players, but realistically, you just don't have the money that a lot of the highly resourced Power 5 schools have. No doubt. And you as a staff, all you're trying to look for is the next guy. You know what I mean? Because if you look at the NBA, you got, you get, you got Jokic, right? You got Luka, uh, Slovenia. You got uh, uh, Serbia. You got Antetokounmpo. You got uh, Greece. So you always, as a staff, or as an assistant coach or as a head coach, you're always trying to look for, for who's next that can change the program. Just think about UMass with, with Calipari. He found, he found Marcus Camby. He recruited Marcus Camby, and he changed his program. So, so you, you, you don't want to limit yourself just to recruit only in the States. And the more pipelines you get, the more, and the, and the, and, and, and the more you can bring to the table, if you want to say it like that. Coach, um, four games uh, before Georgia Southern, before Statesboro on December 30th. And um, what, what are you looking out of your squad? I know we're taking them one game at a time, but Northwestern this weekend, and, and then you get back out of finals, able to play multiple games a week, McNeese, Lamar, and then the big showdown in Biloxi with Ole Miss uh, two days before Christmas. What are you looking out of the squad these next uh, four games of, of the, the rest of the non-conference schedule? Momentum. I think I think – we we have to improve every day and feel like we're improving, right? Both defensively and offensively, because like we have talked to the guys, we got to run the table again, right? We got to run the table again. That meaning uh, uh, that being in, in conference. So so whenever instead of five games, when we get to to our conference tournament, we have to play three, right? And um and uh, we just got to finish the job. Last year. We got half of the job done, but now we got to finish the job and winning the whole thing and going to March Madness. So right now, we just we 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 are very very focused on how are we moving forward in every game. Who's 
who, who's understanding the system offensively, defensively. So when it when when December, I don't know the day when we play Georgia, Georgia Southern, right? We are we are clicking and we can and we can separate ourselves early in the in the conference in the conference uh, in the league tournament in the league uh, uh, in in our league. That uh, that that game in Statesboro is Saturday, December thirtieth. We're visiting with Southern Miss men's basketball associate head coach Juan Cardona, and coach. I think a lot of people intrigued, uh, just obviously by your excitement. But could you remind listeners again, particularly because their mind is shifted now? Football's over, basketball season game on. Uh, somebody you know that that is uh, that wants to to watch his team and believe in this team. Could you could you take them a little deeper, kind of, in just your general philosophy of defense and why you get so excited on the sidelines as you do? No, I think I think a man, and 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 forget about basketball. I think a man protects what gives him meaning. You know what I mean? Like uh, we all protect what gives us uh, uh, meaning, and and if we want to be elite. The greater, the, the, the greatest uh, uh, teams, they they protect each other and they and they they battle right in a way, and they have a energy about themselves on on protecting what they do that that is a match right and and for us defensively we know that's what get everybody started that's what they I don't know how it works Kelly but. The adrenaline that you put on on defense is what's going to push you to to the offensive end. You know what I mean. So if 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 you if you see the game through the offensive lens, it's it's very difficult for you to be a good a great defensive team, right? Everybody has a role. We have a system that is unique. It's not it's not something that we're going to get in a month, and we and we tell our players that because it's. It's all based on personnel, and it changes game to game. So when you play for us defense, right, and Coach Ladner will talk to you about the offense, but defensively, we need you here because there's a lot of stuff that we change game to game that if you're not there in body, mind, and spirit, you're going to be left behind. And we don't want nobody to be left behind. You know what I mean? We do it as a group. I think great things in life are doing when when, when – when two or more people are involved, uh, involved, and that's that's the same approach we take to our to our defensive system. It is a system, so that's why we can grow on it because it's the same thing every day, and that's how you get consistent at anything in life. Kelly, uh, kind of the poster play for for last year's season in a nutshell against Louisiana Lafayette. Nefta gets the seal, passes it up to Pinkney, he slams it home. But it all started on defense. The coach's point. And, and Nefta, you, since you mentioned Nefta, Luke, coach, is there any any chance that that Nefta is going to be back uh, in a reasonable amount of time, or, or or for the time being, can we just write him off for the season? I don't know. Uh, I will have to talk to him. I know. I know he's is progressing. Um, and and that will be a conversation that the staff will have to to have with him. Um, but obviously, you know the effect that Nestali brings to to what we do in our system, and 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 we can do many many other things with him on the court that when he's not in the court. And and everybody knows that. But right now, we just gotta adjust and make make the best out of uh, out of a situation that we're in right now. How has Co- how has Kobe Montgomery fit in the 
the puzzle that you guys have, have put together. He came in last oh year um, and you know wasn't able to play, but did make the commitment to Southern Miss when a lot of other schools uh, you know would, wouldn't take him. Jay Ladner said, we'll take you even though you have to wait a year. Tell us about his skill set. No doubt. I mean, Kobe Montgomery, like I said, that's, that's why we have such a, a, a great skill development coaches, man, and, and, and Say Carson and, and Nick Williams, because they have, I mean, remember, just think about this. Kobe haven't played basketball for a year and a half, right. maybe maybe more. Right. But but to be able to do what, what we do every day, right, and understand watching him, him, watching AC do it to the level that he's done it, and he continues to do it, it's only going to give him the, 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 the proper lead for him to do what he's got to do, right? Right now, in the beginning of the, the, the first couple of games, he, he won hitting shots, but he kept playing defense, and, and we kept believing on him. And, and, and you saw what he did in UAB, and, and, and I believe and we believe as a staff that that's the, that's the start of something unique with, with, with Kobe Montgomery. He's 6'3", 6'4" can put the ball on the floor, shoot a guard for one to three. So, I mean, that's, that's what we need in our program. And he's a dog. So that there's certain guys that fit what we do, and there's some other guys that Southern Miss, it, it might not be for them. Well, in, in the waning moments with uh, basketball coach Juan Cardona, have a little bit of fun here, coach. A lot of people, when they saw you this year, they go, who's, who's the coach down there with the, with the longer black hair? Because <laughs> hey, hey, we, we, we got to mix it up. You know, okay, but, but you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow I can go ahead and be, and, and be all out. You know what I mean? Well, you had, it, you, had it, <laughs> you had it shaved down last year, but you let it grow out this year. Tell us about that decision. No, it just it just for me. My, I have a battle at the house, right? Because my wife don't like the long hair, but but my kids do. So I, I try to give them a little time uh, uh, to the kids, and then when it's all said and done. I'll shave it all off and, and make her happy. Well, I I, I was going to say if I had to bet on the kids or bet on the wife, I'll tell yeah, you. I who, got no shot. Yeah. Not, but, but he does he does have the the great what is he Kelly. Uh, th- Top player in the nation, under 12 years old yes. in his household. Yes, Juan Cardona Jr., the number one 12-year-old player in the country. And hopefully he'll be committing to Southern Miss sometime shortly. Coach Cardona, continued success. We'll see you Saturday at Reed Green. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. And, and have a great and blessed day. Juan Cardona with us. When we come back, football coaching carousel continues. Louisiana Monroe has a new head coach. So does Middle Tennessee, former Southern Miss rival. We'll talk about that and more stuff when we return after these commercial messages. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Final segment on this Wednesday brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training. Lots of stuff to do at DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Indoor 70-yard turf facility, workout center, batting cages for baseball and softball, and instruction. Pro shops open. Great place to find Christmas gifts as well as memberships. It's all at DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Eagle Hour finishing out on a Wednesday. Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel Southern Miss Men 
as we uh, just finished up that conversation with Juan Cardona. Northwestern State this coming Saturday at 2 p.m. in Reed Green Coliseum. One of four remaining non-conference schedules before they kick off conference play on uh, December 30th against Georgia Southern. Kelly, just uh, again, um, no word on Andre Corbello. And getting pretty ridiculous at this point in December to not have the NCAA make a decision about a player. And as far as we know, there is no deadline. So this could go on indefinitely. And again, I want to underline twice, as far as we know. Because, look, even if you're going to, I mean, even if you're not going to rule, at least give an absolute drop-dead date of whatever the date is, you're going to make a decision one way or the other. Because you're, you're messing with people's lives here. You're messing with the Southern Miss team, all of the players on the team. You're messing, most importantly, with Cabello's life. If it's, going to, if it's not going to happen, okay. If it is going to happen, okay. But... There's no way when other players who applied later for a decision have already gotten their decision to have theirs is not fair to this young man who applied earlier than a lot of other ones, and still they don't have a word. Yep. It's sorry. Um, coaching news. Louisiana Monroe has named Brian Vincent, uh, who served this past year as the offensive coordinator at New Mexico. He is the Warhawks' new coach, Brian Vincent, uh, originally from Glasgow, Kentucky, went to West Alabama and uh, was a high school coach in Alabama for quite some time, including four years at Spanish Fort High School as recently as 2010. Then in 2011, he spent uh, three years at South Alabama, was the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach at UAB, went back to South Alabama from 15 to 17, and then went back to UAB through 21 as the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. He was actually the interim head coach for UAB last year and uh, served this past year for the Lobos. Brian Vincent, the uh, brand-new head coach for the Monroe Warhawks. And Middle Tennessee, former Conference USA rival of Southern Miss, has announced their coach after nearly a 20-year stint by Coach Stockstill up in uh, Murfreesboro. It's a name that many of you will recognize. Derek Mason, former head football coach at Vanderbilt and former wide receiver in the National Football League, has signed a five-year deal to be the next coach of the Blue Raiders. So the coaching carousel continues at the head coaching level, but yet there's still no word, as uh, Will Hall still has the feelers out for offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator positions. You have to wonder, Luke, that that maybe some of the people that uh, are in this mix are are still working and maybe focused on on bowls. Purely conjecture on our part, but it would make sense. Yeah, it would, and and uh, of course, you know, Coach Hall and and uh, the assistant coaches on um, kind of in you know closing time the next couple of weeks for that December fifteenth signing day. I think it's December fifteenth, but um, Chris Jones at a Hartfield Academy. Um, I think that, and also in the picture, I think was uh, Reed Julioski. They were uh, in a picture with Coach Hall on uh, social media last night. Need to keep that kid. He's a four-star linebacker, will play immediately. Julioski will be a great uh, H-back, tight end, kind of a hybrid utility player. Uh, pretty cool getting uh, three of the top private school players in the state with with John White coming in. So, yeah, I mean, you know, as, as football coaches there, the reason we hadn't heard much is they've been busy uh, on the recruiting trail. 
Uh, but expect to see, you know, those coordinators. And, and there's some shuffles, you know, that have to, have to be worked around with, with a lot of that and some of that. And uh, to your point, you got to wait on what other, other teams are doing. And, and it's, you really have to hold your breath for a lot of these players who have committed to Southern Miss. Part of what you're recruiting is a sense of loyalty and uh, in, a, in an atmosphere where kids keep their word. Uh, because until the deed is done, you just don't know. Now, it doesn't happen very often that kids have flipped their decisions, but you're seeing at one particular SEC school in the farthest, farther north of us, uh, nearly on the Tennessee border, a lot of those kids are jumping ship. Uh, kids who have committed to that school are now decommitting, and you have to wonder why, what might be going on there. But, but the Southern Miss kids who have been on board early, they've been rock solid. But those coaches, you know, you know they're holding their breath until that actual day comes near and they make it official. That's going to be a rough way to make a living, man. <laughs> Counting on 18 to 22-year-old kids, it's, it's something for sure. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's a lot going on, and you know, all these all these quarterbacks hitting the portal. Ohio State's quarterbacks hitting the portal, and you know Oklahoma's quarterbacks hitting the portal, and you know trying to to court what what has become college football free agency. It's wild. It's just money. Uh, Follow the is. money. It's it's crazy. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us today. If you missed uh, our conversation with Jay Stanley and Southern Miss men's basketball coach Juan Cardona, you can go back and listen on demand, SuperTalk.fm, or hit the Eagle. Hour up on in podcast form. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. Or just ask Alexa to play you the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob back tomorrow. We'll see you at 1 o'clock. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.